Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta Barbecue and beyond. Hello and welcome to episode number 82 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I really do appreciate you all listening and supporting the show. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. This week's network shout-out goes to a pair of shows. You know, here at Eat More Barbecue, we are big CFL football fans, and by the time this episode airs, the CFL free agency period will have opened up. While a number of the big-name free agents have already re-signed with their teams, there will still be a lot of excitement around seeing who goes where. The APN has two great CFL podcasts on the roster, the Eskimo Empire podcast and the Two and Out CFL podcast. Keep your ears open for new episodes coming uh, soon to discuss all the signings and news and visit www.albertapodcastnetwork for information and links to these and all the other great shows on the network. Well, we're about a month and a half into the new year and that means the competition barbecue season here in Canada will be gearing up before too long. My plan for this week's show had been to do a look ahead and talk to talk about the upcoming season and the events that have announced dates so far. That was until this past weekend when I sat down to talk with Toolshed Brewery's Graham Sherman. The passion he shows for his brewery, the Alberta beer industry as a whole, and also barbecue just blew me away. So I wanted to get this out here. I was just really excited about it. Uh, enjoy our conversation and tune in for the Look Ahead episode next week. But first, this episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by our very own Alberta Podcast Network. With almost 50 different podcasts as part of the network, it's no lie to say there really is something for virtually everyone. With shows about arts, food, culture, business, education, self-improvement, movies, pop culture, sports, politics, and much, much more, you really owe it to yourself to visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com to find your new favorite show. All right, everybody, we're here with uh, Graham Sherman, Toolshed Brewing. Here in uh, Northeast Calgary, Graham. Welcome to the show. How's it going today? Thanks for having me, man. Thank it's you an for honor. Uh, taking some time. You're here uh, cooking some ribs today, right? I am. Yeah. I. Uh, my family just went to Cuba for the week without nice. me, oh. and uh, and so uh, I'm drowning my sorrows in beer and barbecue ribs. Not a bad way to go, man. <laughs> Not a bad way. Yeah. So let's start a little bit about your your kind of background. Uh, yeah. How did you get uh, to where you're here today? Into brewing. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> That's quite the story. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, so I used to work in, uh, in government and military IT infrastructure. Okay. So back in 2007 was my first trip over to Afghanistan. That's where I did most of my work. And, and uh, um, yeah, just uh, if, whether it was the U.S. Marine Corps or, or the Canadian uh, uh, Department of National Defense or uh, anybody. I mean, anybody NATO-wide that needed... Uh, uh, secret clearance level tactical communication networks. Oh, wow. uh, we would go in and, and, and design and implement satellite communication networks that could be encrypted. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was uh, kind of a, a crazy time in no life. Kidding, I, yeah. I had a wife and excuse me and three kids yeah. and spent you know six months to uh, eight months uh, a year in in, uh, in a war zone, which is which crazy. Is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, it's a it's a weird thing when you you have a job that that uh, involves you know bombs going off in the city and getting shot at yeah right so it's uh it's uh it was it was a neat time though we worked on some really cool contracts for the canadian forces and and, um and all the while that we were over there uh you know that's where i met my co-founder at toolshed and uh you know you kind of just start talking about what are we gonna do when we get home right right and uh i'm a huge fan of coffee at the time and and of course barbecue i've been competing in barbecue for over 10 years and, and uh and what I love about 
coffee and barbecue are these types of hobbies that you can kind of take too far. Yeah. Right? Like, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. They're, they're, yeah. These are hobbies where, yeah. you know, beer's a great example. It's yeah. only four ingredients. Right. But there's limitless variables. And that's barbecue and that's coffee. So if you can get into a hobby that's like, I guess, identifying variables, trying to isolate them one at a time and then controlling them so that you can have like a predictive outcome and a repeatable outcome. That's that's a nerd's dream come true. <laughs> and so, you know, barbecue's great, coffee's great. Those yeah. are the um, um, ah, those are the things that I love. And I, I think probably a big part of it was uh, I didn't realize at the time what the connection was, the common thread between uh, all the hobbies that I was getting into where uh, they, they bring people together. There's right. people here yeah. that I don't know yeah. that have come uh, uh, for some great times with great stories and great friends over great beer, yeah. great barbecue or great coffee. Yeah. And that's that's what brings people together. Right. And, and uh, yeah, I think I think that along the way, you know, you, you, you have this epiphany in life and we worked at a pretty high level of government military IT. Yeah. And you go, well, what are we doing in life? Yeah. And, and uh, I feel like this right here is the secret of life. Yeah. Bringing great people together, right? And so uh, that's that's a bit of the seed being planted on what if I quit my job yeah. and went after this. Yeah. And nice. that's, uh, that's a bit of the journey of, of uh, any entrepreneur, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's an uh, interesting background for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean no brewer grew up as a little kid saying, I'm going to make beer one sure, day. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We all go about our lives and, and yeah. there's something that you just go... What's life about? And I'll tell you, I, I think that we, I, I think I figured out the secret of life brewing beer in my backyard tool shed. Okay. Right? Yeah. Where I'm not in Afghanistan, I'm brewing in my tool shed. Yeah. And I saw how the beer that we were brewing was affecting the community around us so positively. Yeah. And I'm like, this is as complex as it needs to be. If you, if you make people happy all day, yeah. you sleep like a baby at night. That's it, right? And so you know, you go. Let's let's do this forever. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is, my wife hates beer. Oh. Okay, so yeah. so yeah, it's that's a that's yeah. a tough sell to go into the house and say, hey babe, we should yeah. uh, quit our drop everything. Yeah, our well-paying government military job yeah, yeah. and make homebrew for a living. Yeah. That's a that's a tough sell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get into the how the brewery got started. Uh, yeah. But want to talk about uh, the barbecue end of it? How did you right. kind of get into the barbecue? Uh, so the barbecue I, world, I guess. Well, so I, I used to work at a marketing company, and uh, and I got an opportunity to go down and help a bunch of clients that were uh, okay. in Tennessee. Nice. So I got through to Nashville, and Nashville wasn't nearly as cool back then as it was now. Right, I only said because I hate country, so it's always cool, but I just yeah. wasn't in the country. If you go to Nashville today, yes. I, it's my spirit animal. Uh, I think it's one of the greatest cities in the world. Yeah. Um, but but back then I was like I wasn't really yeah, into it. Yeah. But I play guitar and okay. I play blues. Yep. So I also had to work in Memphis. So I couldn't wait to get to Memphis. I yep. wanted to just get down to Beale Street, listen to some blues. And I mean, there's a big uh, uh, barbecue culture down yep. there. Absolutely. And I went, uh, and I was downtown looking for a place to eat some ribs and listen to some blues. And there was just a flood of people walking down to the river. Yep. And I have this video clip of yep. me going, as like a selfie clip going, I don't know where these people are going, but I'm going to follow them. And, and turns out they were going to the Memphis in May oh. World Championships of Barbecue, right? Yep. That's one of, the, one of the worlds, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'd never heard of this. I didn't know barbecue was a, a competitive thing. Yep. Um, but that day that I went there, 
it was, I guess, like sponsor night. Yep. So I think I paid seven bucks to get in. And, and everybody thought I was one of the sponsors. They just kept giving me ribs and crawfish and food brisket. Beautiful. Yeah, and I'm like another level above anything I've ever tried in my life. And I recognized pretty quickly that what we thought here in Canada barbecue was yeah. is actually called grilling. Grilling, yeah. And I didn't even know about this low and slow barbecue world. Yeah. And I, I just absolutely fell in love. And the guy that I was meeting for work yeah. was like a five-time world champion rib uh, uh, winner at the at the Memphis and Maine. Nice. And so uh, I'm like, give me your recipe yeah, and help yeah. me learn this. Yeah. Like, I promise. Come on in. I'll, well, I'll never be competition for you because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're in Canada. We don't know sure. shit about barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and he gave me my first recipe to start with. Nice. And it was like five parts. It, you know, like yeah. you're like injecting, and then there's, uh, you know, you're basting, and then and then and then there's like oh, there's the mop, and then there's the dipping sauce, and there's the rubs. And I'm like, what is all this stuff? And it's five gallon recipes that I had to cut down. Yeah, yeah. And I just I fell in love with that that thought of there's this world of competitive barbecue, and and, and you know I don't know it's kind of a, a a bit of a weird guy thing I think right yeah, where yeah. you're like I want a barbecue better than you. That's right. Yeah. And my friends I want to come over and say that's the best cup of coffee I've ever had. Yeah. That's the best barbecue I've ever had. That's the best beer I've ever had. And we made it with our hands. Right? And that's, yeah, it's it's along the same lines as the beer is yeah. when you make these great things that are, I guess, born out of passion. Yeah. You made with your freaking hands. That's right. Uh, it, it brings people together in a passionate way. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so when did you get into the competition side of things? Pretty shortly after. Yeah. I think that my our first competition, I think, was in, uh, well, geez, I guess it was 2000 and, uh, um, well, I guess it was... Yeah, maybe 2010. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, way before that. Jeez, it's probably 2006, I guess. Yeah, it is. It was yeah. a while ago. Yeah. We've been and at the at the competition for a, a while then. Went to the barbecue and the bow and yeah. learned how little I actually knew about barbecue. And, yeah. And um, but what was neat was, uh, in two, oh no, you know what? It was it was it was 2012. Okay. That was my first barbecue competition. Because I know that because it was the first year I was barbecuing in my tool shed or, or uh, uh, brewing in my tool shed. Okay. Because yeah. I, I went down to that barbecue competition and yeah. I said, I, I, I brew beer. Would you like me to bring some beer? Yeah. And I brought beer uh, to the barbecue competition as right. if I was a brewer, but right. I was like, yeah. totally not a brewer. I was just a <laughs> home brewer. Yeah. It works, right? <laughs> yeah. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, that's uh, how did tool shed come to be kind of. Hinted well, at how it started and yeah. making beer in your uh, I mean, at home. When I wasn't in Afghanistan, I was in my backyard tool shed brewing beer. Yeah. Right? We uh, went and stole a couple kegs from Big Rock yeah. and, and uh, started home brewing, right? Yeah. As you do. And, uh, and you know, like I said, it was, I was competing in barbecue and I was brewing and I was, I roast my own coffee beans. I got this old roaster from Italy and I, you know, you get into these hobbies the way you do. Yeah. But beer was a different thing. Beer, beer brought people together in a different way yeah. than coffee and, and, and barbecue did and I just um, yeah I uh, from the I think it was from the very first batch I ever brewed Red Rage what I'm drinking right now yeah. is actually the first beer I ever brewed nice. as a homebrewer okay I was trying to make fat tire by New Belgium I screwed yeah. it all up there yeah. homebrew shop didn't have all the right ingredients okay. and, but what came out was better in my opinion than the yeah. fat tire I was trying to make I yeah. love fat tire yeah. but this is the beer that I loved, yeah. and I thought, 
we're, we're really on to something. This, something is, this is awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, then you go down this road of, do we quit our jobs? Do we go after it? Yeah. And, and uh, it's a horrifying, horrifying concept. But, okay. um, but yeah, it just, it's, it's the same as any, I think, business that you look at this brewery today yeah. and you go, I don't know what you might think about how we got started, but it's just a couple of nerds in my backyard tool shed yeah. home brewing when they're not working, right? It's, uh, it's, it's done all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So when did you kind of make that leap? When was that? So we uh, we brewed the first batch February of 2012 okay. in my tool shed. Yep. And we brewed that whole year, I mean, almost daily. Yeah. We got off work and we were right in the tool shed brewed beer. Um, by that fall, we knew this was something we wanted to yeah, do yeah. and we incorporated the business that fall which I thought was kind of silly we're like well we're just homebrewers still yeah. but uh, but by 2013 we were we were on shelves and yeah. in the market so so you know it was it was just a little over a year later that we had beer in the market yeah, yeah which is breakneck speed and and, uh, and, and terrifying speed like it, it happened really fast and, yeah. and uh, um, yeah we uh, we we uh, the, 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 I mean, the, the crazy part about it was when we quit our jobs to start something like this. Yeah. Um, we didn't know at the time back in 2012 the laws were. Yeah, there's still the minimum requirement. The minimum right? production capacity requirement that said you can't even apply to be a brewery unless you can show the government you can brew 500,000 liters of beer a right. year or more. Yeah. So that sucks. My wife doesn't drink. She hates beer. Hates everything about what I'm doing. Yeah. I quit my job to do something that's illegal in the province. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that was a you know a big part of the tool shit story. What's what uh, I think you know a, a real neat part of it, other than just just the beer itself, is that you know, when you go after your passion, your dream, and you find out that the <laughs> provincial government says nope. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, we grow the best barley on the earth for yeah. brewing beer, and uh, and you go, well, I guess I don't know. I gotta change the laws. Yeah. And when did that all happen? I mean, to... that was 2013. Was that when the law changed? Yeah, the so... law changed uh, December 2013. Okay, so yeah. Were... Well, and we were uh, because we couldn't get the law changed. Yeah. We couldn't brew here. Yeah. So we literally had to start uh, looking for a solution. Yeah. We actually found a brewery out in BC that would let us brew in their facility. Okay. So we shipped Alberta barley out of the province, Ridiculous. brewed just outside of Vancouver, yeah. and then drove back home and imported our own beer back into the province. Ridiculous. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I mean, actually, it's not ridiculous. It's totally the Canadian way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You're not wrong. Yeah. Beautiful natural resources yeah, that we ship off to other countries that. and yeah. buy the finished product back at a premium. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So it's, it's. I'm joking, of course. No, it's man. a terrible thing that that's what kind of we've become. But yeah. But um, um, at some point along the way, you go. I can either be a victim of this scenario that we live in, or I can help uh, uh, affect change. Right. Yeah. And so we went after uh, trying to make sure that the municipal, the provincial, the federal government knew that what we are trying to do promotes economic development and you know it's it's creating jobs, it's yep. supporting these amazing farmers that are on this province doing the best work on earth and, yep. and uh, uh, yeah it took a year yep. uh, and 500,000 kilometers on that Toyota Tacoma out there but uh, we <laughs> got, got her done. Yeah, done. yeah December uh, 2013 the AGLC uh, uh, changed those laws yeah. and um, I know there was a lot of people fighting it for this law change. There was people suing the government. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, one of the things I've learned is that working with uh, any any level of government, 
litigation is not going to get you across the goal line. No. Uh, but what we were doing was we were trying to get the community around us yeah. rallied behind this this uh, bigger cause than yeah. just our brewery. Yeah. Like let's put the brewers on a pedestal. Yeah. Or sorry, that, let's put the barley farmers on the pedestal, right. not the, not just us brewers. Yeah. And uh, let's put I don't know agriculture on the map. Like, uh, you, you said it right. We've got it here. We've got it here. Yeah. I mean, an ag is a pretty significant contributor to GDP in this country. Yep. Oil and gas at that time was also right hip deep in the shit. Yep. So yep. why wouldn't we be thinking about egg? Yep. And, and uh, I, I think that there was the right time with the right yep. message in yep. the right city uh, at that time. And we were pretty loud and proud about uh, doing something um, diverse economically. Right. Yep. Well, and, and, you, and you see what it's become here in the last oh, five, well, six, seven years here, right? Well, the, with the that lot change. Distilleries. Do you know that at the time that we started, uh, there was there was 120 breweries in BC, yeah. 150 in Ontario, yeah. and Calgary had two. Yeah. Yeah. With Big Rock and Wild Rose, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Province-wide, I think we had 12, yeah. and now I think there's over 150 in the yeah. province, yeah. and that's uh, that's a huge win. Yeah. You'd think that that's me saying, oh, I created 140 competitors, but actually it's every one of those breweries is hiring Albertans yep. and using Alberta barley yeah. and 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 promoting you know Al- the Alberta economy. Right? It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And one of the things that I've seen with particularly with the Calgary beer community, yeah. that strikes a big resemblance for me with the Texas barbecue community, yeah. is that kinship. Well, right? yeah. I, I, I everyone's you know you I need love this. I that you notice that. Yeah. That doesn't just happen, together. though. No, you got to work together, right? Yeah, and, and work is the right word. It yeah. doesn't just happen. Yeah. If you just go out in your day and you do your thing, you'll you'll have competitors and you'll 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 compete like any other industry. Yeah. And make no mistake, man. Like this industry is one of the um, most hotly contested industries. Sure. I got Budweiser and Labatt and Molson trying to crush me, and yeah. and every new brewery right now that's struggling that needs those taps. I mean. Yep. Yep. Shelf space and taps is is a fight, yep. but the difference is when when we started, um, you know, we we came up with this beer for life thing to try okay. to raise money, and one of the, the first people to come in and buy a beer for life membership was Big Rock Brewery, and that seemed weird to me. Yep. I thought they were like, I don't know, scoping you out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. figure out my recipes or yeah, something yeah. but what it actually was was Big Rock came in and said to me you know um, we've been promoting agriculture forever of course this Big Rock sure. has been um, they used to put the sleeves of their cans yeah, on yeah, the hay bales on the, on the hay bales absolutely and why are they doing that if not to promote agriculture in this province sure. yeah. so for Big Rock to come in here and say you're doing the same things we are you're promoting the farmers and agriculture and they're like we can't do it alone yeah. we need more voices yelling loudly and proudly about Alberta agriculture and these amazing barley farmers. Yeah. And and they and they, they were literally like, we need you yeah. to help elevate this whole industry with us, alongside of us. Awesome. And I got this thought that, or this concept from them that we're quite literally the same brewery, the same province doing the same things for the same reason, right? Yeah. But, but they put their money where their mouth was and they wrote me a check for five grand for beer for life at tool shed here nice you know that program saved our lives so yep. big rock came in and saved us yep. and they've never once ever come for the beer no they well, always just totally authentically about saying we need you yep. to survive so yep. you can join the voice awesome. right yep. 
So I, I, the reason I bring that up is that is that uh, um, I love that people recognize that yeah. the craft beer community works together. Yeah. But it doesn't just happen. It takes Big Rock doing that to me. Yeah. You, you know I'm paying it forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would not yeah. ever let let that just be bestowed upon yeah. me and then say, Ah, all the guys that come after me, they should be fine. Or they're my competition. Yeah. I go out of my way to figure out a way to support the next generation of brewers, the yeah. same way Big Rock did for me, yeah. and uh, and in hopes that they'll do the same thing. So it actually takes a lot of work, and it's counterintuitive to support your competition. Yeah. Right? When yeah. they say rising tide raises all ships, right? Hundred percent. And then, yeah. but the you know the the I don't know, man. It's yeah. it's uh, it's one thing to say that. Yeah. That when you own your business and you're scared, you don't know if you're going to make payroll, mm-hmm. and you say. Big Rock did this for me, and I have to support my competition. Go do it, yeah. and then and then you hear people say, "Oh, but all craft brewers just love each other." And you're like, "No, it like listen, we work hard to make sure that everybody gets the concept of why we're trying to do the same yeah, thing." It's a right? conscious effort. Totally. Right? So, yeah, it's very deliberate. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's awesome. It's awesome. Going to take a real quick pause here for a word from our Alberta Podcast Network sponsors, then we'll talk about. Uh, the Toolshed products and uh, this facility here. Sounds good. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by InVentures, a chance to connect with the best and brightest in global innovation. Join 4,000 plus creative and curious minds on the frontier of innovation. Hear more than 250 speakers on six program tracks, including agriculture in the technology age. InVentures connects entrepreneurs and startups with venture capitalists, angel investors, service providers, and thought leaders. The conference includes an education track for students, too. Alberta Innovates is making all of this possible in Calgary from June 3rd to June 5th. Tickets are only $399 if you buy before the end of April. If you're a student, you can get an early bird ticket right now for just $99. Get your tickets today at InVenturesCanada.com. That's InVentures, I-N-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S, InVenturesCanada.com. All right, we are back with uh, Graham Sherman, Toolshed. Talk about the beer, man. Yeah, so we, we uh, when we launched, I always hated those breweries that started with one beer because they always started with a lager, and that was it. And so I thought, um, that's great. I mean, I like a lager like the next guy, but there's a lot of different palettes in this province, and if you don't like lagers, you probably like IPAs and vice versa. So we thought we would launch with three core beers okay. so we have a, a, a nice light easy drinking cream ale if yeah. you like the lager style booze red rage or red ale is yeah. for that malt forward complex you know palette and then of course the ipa for the hop heads right yeah. we launched the three beers that we started with right off the bat and uh thought um yeah i don't know maybe these beers are way ahead of the average alberta palette right and they were Red Rage is a perfect example. When we started, most people hated Red Rage. Okay. And we've never changed the recipe. Just, but all of a sudden, over time, people started saying, well, that's actually a really nice red ale. Just wasn't anything they were used to yet, right? At that time. Yeah. And then last year, it won best red ale in the province. Nice. And, and what that shows is that the average palate starting drinking beer, sure. nobody ever starts drinking beer and says, I love IPAs. Yeah. Your first IPA, you hated for sure, right? But as our palate evolves, we start to, I don't know, crave more complex, uh, interesting, hoppy notes, right? Yeah. And so we thought uh, by launching with those three beers, People Skills Cream Ale, 
yeah. red age or red ale and start cheaper IPA that we had hopefully appeased uh, a bunch of different palates yeah. and I think it worked out pretty well and yeah. so we added a fourth core beer our, our flat cap stout to the the core uh, beer list yeah. and then uh, our, we let the brewers play it and uh you know, they, they come up with. Oh my goodness! And that's the fun part. I'm always terrified when they say, "Here's what we're gonna do," yeah. right? And and but they they I love that they get to be outside the box. Yeah. You know, they they just did a, an insane imperial like triple IPA, yeah. which you know doesn't appeal to everybody in the beer world. But when you try that beer, I mean, it's like nine percent alcohol. You'd think it, it was five. Yeah. It's beautifully yeah. popped. It's so smooth. The alcohol content you would, is so masked with the, the smoothness of the beer. It's gorgeous. Nice. And now they're making a, a smoked malt porter. Nice. You know, so, yeah. so they're having a ton of fun. All, uh, and, yeah, so you have your core beers for the fans that, that want to come and have people skills yeah. or Red Rage. And then, uh, you know, most of the people at the bar right now are regulars that say, what's new? What's, new? what's yeah. barrel aged? What's sour? What's, right? So it's, uh, that's, that's the fun part is that balance between... Yeah. You know, uh, what do you what do you bring consistently, and what are the seasonals? Yeah. yeah. And this facility, talk about this. Uh, you kind of got the main tap room up yeah. front, and what's the, the brewery area here, and right. a bit of an event center. What's yeah. That? So, so we're we've always been a production facility. So yeah. we're not a restaurant. We're not a brew pub. Uh, we started with fifteen thousand square feet here, yeah. and we've moved up to twenty-two thousand square feet. Yes. Um, and uh, and and you know, a big part of what we always uh, said was. I watch enough. I watch too much Gordon Ramsay to know that I, I don't know anything about cooking. Yeah. Right. We know about beer, and we want to focus on what we do best. But I want I want our beer all around the province. I, I you know I want restaurants up in Fort McMurray to understand why support local barley farmers, right? And that's I think a great story to tell and share uh, outside of just us having a restaurant or a group pub here. Yep. So that means that I have to sell a lot of beer. That's why the facility is so big. Yep. Um, now, of course, the front room here, our, our tasting room, is a really cool space. Yep. You come in there, you can come yep. in here seven days a week and have a pint and uh, uh, and chill out. And, and we don't have a restaurant, but yep. we got pepperoni sticks. and Popcorn. You know, yeah, popcorn. <laughs> And uh, and it's a fun thing to be able to come into any brewery and have a pint in the tasting room. Now this space back here, um, I love because we have big corporate events back right. here, yeah, yeah. weddings, right, and, yeah. and all sorts of different fun functions. Awesome. And uh, I love the thought of somebody coming in and getting married back here. It's hot and it's muggy and it's loud and yeah. the brewer's probably swearing, and, yeah. <laughs> right? And that's. That's what being in a brewery is like. Yeah. But this was actually the first brewery in Alberta yeah. that you're on the brewing floor right now. Yeah. There's not a big two-hour firewall separation between you and the and the brewery. Yeah. You know, so you're yeah, you're, you're right in go, there. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. go sit at the Shamu seats, the splash zone, if you want, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that's that's a big part of what I loved about being a beer fan was I didn't want to look through glass at the steel that I knew made the brewery. I want to be in the brewery, and so having a space like this, where it's, uh, yeah, it's it's obnoxiously loud and steamy and, yep. and, and brewery-ish, right? Yep. Yep. And that's that's what being in the brewery is. Yeah, absolutely. So we have events sometimes where people come. And they go, "Can you turn that noise off?" And I go, "No, it's a brewery." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, your level B. The yeah. brewery comes first. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
Awesome. So uh, jump back to barbecue a little. You mentioned uh, you've done a bit of traveling with uh, on the competition yeah. the circuit now. Talk about some of your travels and competitions. So, so locally, you've just done barbecue on the boat primarily. Yeah. So we've done uh, barbecue on the boat has been uh, a real special event for us yeah. each year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you're ironically, the, you're the beer sponsor. I, I well, since the days that I lied and told them I was a brewery <laughs> when I was just home brewing, yeah. and they believed me and let me serve home brew. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's definitely not cool, but uh, uh, but now we actually are brewing, yeah. and they actually like that story. Yeah, yeah. So we are the official yes. beer now, uh, and the legitimate beer yes. of the barbecue on the boat. Yeah, I'm just uh, as of this year on the board. So nice, yeah, oh, so, yeah. congratulations, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, and and so that's a real honor for me because of the history that I yeah, have with so, barbecue yeah. on the boat. Yeah. Uh, barbecue on the boat actually lands on my wedding anniversary every yeah. year, yes. and and my daughter's birthday. So I'm, wow, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. my. Uh, my amazing wife, who hates beer, but yeah. let me start a brewery, uh, who hates everything about pretty much everything I've ever done in my life. You can imagine she did not want me to move to Afghanistan for yeah, a year. Yeah, probably not. Uh, With kids uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. at the same time, she uh, uh, on our anniversary each year, and she says, "So, what's uh, what's happening uh, this weekend? Are you gonna hang out with me or sleep in a parking lot with your friend Darren?" <laughs> Like well, well. Darren, <laughs> yeah. So notorious PIG, yes. our team uh, yeah. uh, goes every year to yeah. the uh, the barbecue on the boat, and uh, yeah, uh, with my wife's blessing, mm-hmm. and and we we've, we've had so much fun at that event. It's been so much fun, um, and and we've done surprisingly well for doing one event a year. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it is, and yeah. we're 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 regular in, in uh, the top five for. Uh, most uh, most turn-ins yeah. and, and overall we've done really well um, this year um, we were uh, competing in the barbecue on the bow and 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 smell accused new uh, really dog, cool yeah. event the prairie dog yeah. we did fantastic in both yeah. and one of our dear friends at Rocky Mountain Smokers Chris Fallon yes, yep. um, uh, got a draw into the world championships yep. down in uh, in uh, Lynchburg Tennessee the Jack yeah. Daniels yep. Invitational yep. and um, Kind of like the way people look at bar at, at, at beer, barbecue is a, a very similar thing. If you're the right barbecuer, where you can involve community and, and you involve the teams around you. So we got a group of teams that always compete together in a yes. row. Yeah, and well, they've uh, got the the, the yeah. saloon, right? Yeah, the yeah. saloon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Rocky Mountain and Frozen Toque. And, totally. Yeah, absolutely. So Frozen Toque. And, and, and Rusty's Barbecue Rusty, yeah. and, and, and Notorious PIG and Rocky Mountain Smokers and Smellicue we're all we've become family so when when uh, Rocky Mountain Smokers got a draw into the world it's pretty humbling that he went and said uh, hey you know Zinger yeah. from Frozen 2 you're coming yeah. and Graham from you know Notorious PIG you're coming yeah. and he invited his family to come along with them and we kind of created like a little Almost like a, a team Canada, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's thanks to uh, the amazing uh, Chris at, at, at Rock Great Great So I was tremendously honored to have uh, this, this, uh, yeah, this, this kind of, uh, yeah, just uh, an invitation yeah. to come and take part in the World Championships yeah. of Barbecue. What an it's honor! It's quite an experience. It was one of the neatest experiences of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we went out and. Uh, had a great time and, and, and did our best and we came home with a uh, top international team award yep. in, in chicken and uh, come on we had a call at the world's it's all right, eh? oh, we were 
the sadder zone. Yep. So, yeah, pretty darn, pretty darn special for sure. Awesome. Any yeah. other kind of travels with the barbecue competing? Or? Well, this year we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do uh, every event. Yep. Uh, so my my uh, my team at Notorious PIG. Uh, part of what I want to do now is is give back to both uh, Pros and Tuke and, and Smell a Q and, and uh, the guys at Rocky Mountain. Yep. We, we kind of all feel like we need to win that entry in so we can right, bring right. everybody okay. again. Yep. You know, it was such a neat community having Team yeah. Calgary sure. really at uh, at the Worlds the way we did. Yep. And uh, uh, I think probably if you asked any one of the people that were there this year, they all want to win uh, uh, another spot so we can we yep. can bring the get the band back together. Get the band, yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So you'll do all four in Alberta here? This yeah, year? we'll do them all, man. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, you betcha. Excellent. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, anything uh, anything new down, coming down the road you want to talk about at all? Or? Well, we got our new uh, our new IPA. is pretty special, and that's yeah. that's great. I mean, a big part about what we do here at Toolshed is try to, uh, uh, try to uh, find ways to promote the entire industry as a whole. Yeah. And... Um, and so there, there, there is some news that I can't release yet that we're, uh, we're working on on, yeah. on, uh, on trying to bring the craft beer community together in a way nice. that uh, I think is going to make some, some national news. Awesome. Um, and, and you know, that's, that's, a, that's a big part of it is when we, when we start down this road, yeah. we think, let's make great beer for our friends. Uh, and then you recognize pretty quickly that there's a much bigger burden on your shoulders. Yeah. It's actually about, um, about something much bigger than yeah. just tool shape. It's about the concept of what craft represents and what we're, we're here to do. Uh, it's about Alberta, it's about those barley farmers, and uh, um, yeah, and these, these people that all decide to walk through these doors and have a pint here in Toolshed. Sunday afternoon. Right. Yeah. yeah, they expect something more yeah. from us than just, yeah, this beer is fine. Yeah. They come in here and they hold this glass with pride uh, because of what we passionately represent. So, yeah. so we're always striving to told that line nice. we make great beer yeah. but beer alone won't get you across the the goal line right we're uh, yeah we're trying to represent what the meaning of craft beer is so so we'll uh, we'll surely i think have we'll some pretty exciting news sure. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, but until then um yeah you got to come by we got barrel aged beers we've got nice. sour beers starting we got all sorts of fun things to try at the bar for right sure yeah. where can folks find you uh, and, and you mean at liquor stores and things? Well, that, uh, the yeah. location here, yeah. social oh, media, man. We're, online. Whoa, yeah, we're, I mean, we're in about a thousand locations uh, mm-hmm. across Western Canada. So if yeah. you go to uh, toolshed.beer, you'll yeah. you'll see our, uh, or toolshedbrewing.com, you'll yeah. see our, our beer finder. You can nice. find a, a pint. Um, but of course, at Toolshed Beer yeah. um, on Twitter and Instagram, you'll you'll I'll put uh, the links in to, there for sure. Yeah, yeah you'll see uh, see all of our uh, ramblings and all of our uh, our crazy adventures. adventures out in the world. Yeah. yeah. And the location here? Yeah, we're at uh, 801 30th Street Northeast uh, in uh, the Franklin Industrial yeah. Area in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah, tucked away in here a little bit. No, yeah, we're not, you're not going to walk by <laughs> no. and happen upon tools yet, but you know, because we're a production facility, but yeah. more of a destination. But if you yeah. come by, yeah. best popcorn in any brewery in the city. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so the last question I like to ask folks, yeah. uh, it's dinner time. What's, uh, what's your go-to? Steak, always. Steak. Yeah, I'm obsessed with steak. There's those new uh, SCA competitions. And uh, uh, despite the fact that I haven't competed in one yet, um, I am such a mad lunatic for for grilled steak. Um, And uh, I, uh, yeah, my wife thinks that I have a terrible illness with how much and and what varieties of steak I cut, the different cuts that I I grill. 
lately, my, my, my go-to choice is Brazilian picanha steak. Nice, yeah. And that's uh, pretty much, I think, the greatest piece of meat on the planet. Yep. So, uh, so, yeah, every chance my wife lets me eat picanha. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm cooking Brazilian steaks at home. Awesome, man. Yeah. Graham, thanks so much for doing Thank this. Thank you. Yeah, really appreciate I appreciate it, you coming by and letting me do this. Yeah, this is great. Awesome. Appreciate it. Cheers. That is a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and a review. Hope you enjoyed my chat with Graham from Toolshed Brewery and that brewery, and that you're even partly as inspired by his passion as I was. Thanks for the great visit, Graham, and I look forward to seeing you on the barbecue circuit this summer. Wherever you're listening from, I urge you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. I'm in the process of rebuilding the www.eatmorebarbecue.ca website and the www.albertabarbecuetrail.ca website will be making a return very soon as well. Keep your eyes open for both of those coming soon. In the meantime, give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, please drop me an email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Big thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.